Hi, this is Terry McCarty, and uh, welcome again to Reviews and Otherwise. And this will be very likely a short one. Uh, first, uh, I'll discuss uh, Russell Crowe in the Pope's Exorcist, and the titular Pope uh, is played by Franco Nero. Uh, probably best known to people of a certain age for uh, starring in uh, Camelot as uh, Lancelot and for Tarantino uh, buffs and spaghetti uh, western fans for the Sergio Corbucci film Django and uh, anyway Pope's exorcist gets off to a rousing start with a exorcism or or of sorts involving a young man speaking English all of a sudden and the unwitting participation of a pig and then after that sequence is over there's a scene where the priest uh, played by uh, Russell Crowe goes before a church board and it's going to be for some very reminiscent of when Dirty Harry Callahan uh, was brought before his superiors at the San Francisco Police Department for killing uh, multiple uh, people in a crime scene. And uh, from from there, it just sort of moves on to, I guess what you could say, the expected uh, uh, exorcism tropes of the past 50 years. Uh, there's the uh, writing appearing on the on the possesses uh, tummy. Uh, there's the younger priest sidekick and uh, and the younger priest sidekick uh, has uh, slept uh, with one of his parishioners, uh, breaking breaking his uh, chastity vows and. Also, given the recent uh, tendency of movies to have overextended climaxes, uh, that can also be put on the checklist. And all I can really say is that uh, in terms of Russell Crowe, it's probably worth a rental, or if you want to see it in theaters like uh, Bargain Emission, and uh, you know, watch him bring his uh, skill set to the role, and uh, wish that he'd uh, have a latter career renaissance uh, uh, with better material. So, anyway, that's all of the Pope's Exorcist, and I'll take a quick break and be back uh, discussing. The Lost Weekend, A Love Story, which is May Pang's uh, positive spin on uh, John Lennon from latter 1973, 
to early 1975. Hi, uh, welcome back. Uh, the other film I'm going to discuss uh, quickly is uh, The Lost Weekend, a love story which a week ago played like uh, one time only engagements and very likely will soon pop up as a uh, rental or, or uh, uh, streaming choice. And uh, one of the three directors is Eve Branstein, who, if you're in Los Angeles, you've probably heard her name as part of the Poetry in Motion series that's done at the uh, Beyond uh, Baroque Performing Space in Venice. And, uh, and anyway... Uh, May Pang uh, was uh, first an employee of uh, Alan Klein uh, as APCO post-Beatle breakup, and then she wound up uh, later uh, working for John Lennon and Yoko Ono, and then when they separated, uh, uh, Yoko uh, wanted her to be his uh, mistress so she would know uh, who he was sleeping with and uh, and certainly 50 years on that sounds kind of messed up but uh, anyway uh, they uh, John and Yoko separated John and May wound up relocating to Los Angeles which uh, meant that uh, May at that point became uh, uh no longer an employee and a uh, companion to, to John and also had uh, production coordinator credit on the on the things he recorded in that period and those include the um, legendarily misshapen uh, 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 rock and roll album that was started by uh, Phil Spector at his most uh, uh, grandiose, gun-waving, uh, egotistical, and then and then uh, later uh, finished uh, by John uh, safely away from Spector in New York. The proje- project uh, where he produced uh, Harry Nelson's uh, Pussycats album and the one that uh, I think may, from the film, seems to be most proud of is uh, John's uh, uh, Walls and Bridges album, which of course uh, Elton John, you can hear him prominently singing back up on the, on the number one hit, uh, Whatever Gets You Through the Night. And uh, Essentially, uh, with May Pang, she's uh, put out uh, in recent years a photo book of this period, and in the 80s, and I think it was revised later, there's a, a book called uh, Loving John, and 
it just uh, for about 97 minutes she uh, stands her ground and states her case that uh, John was more uh, productive uh, and uh, as she's also said in a recent podcast the bad events like the infamous troubadour where he uh, got tossed out for uh, misbehavior were fewer but uh, also she she doesn't uh, omit but but it's kind of uh, played down a little bit the fact that uh, uh, he could be physically abusive to her which is something else that you know 50 years on and probably even then you could say that was really messed up for him to behave like that and um, in in essence to deal with the end of the relationship it it took place uh, gradually and not and not the sold in the neat narrative that uh, Yoko and uh, press agent uh, Elliot Mintz who has his book and his pen coming out next year uh, kind of made things out to be and um, so uh, well you know with Elliot Mintz the narrative was John and Yoko the happy couple uh, John stayed home uh, baking bread and looking uh, you know helping Sean grow up uh, and Whereas with May, the relationship kept going on the side just uh, whenever they could get together. And apparently it, it, uh, that the physical part came, must have come to an end around 77. And the last time she heard from him was in the early 1980. So it's in terms of what it is, it's, it's worth uh, watching if you're not familiar with this period of John Lennon's uh, life. Uh, it has, unfortunately, a lot of the cliches of uh, current documentary filmmaking, and among them is the everything has to be visualized. Uh, you can't just uh, telling it note or whatever it's got to be visualized it's got to be animated and and even though the animation here is it's okay and and uh, some of it looks like they animated out of actual drawings that John made in that time period so uh, giving giving it three out of five stars uh, and uh, uh, recommending video rental or, or uh, streaming choice. So that's all I have to say uh, uh, for this episode. And uh, if you like what you've been hearing, then by all means, please recommend this uh, via your favorite form of social media. And I hope to be back sometime in the next uh, week to week and a half. And um, I'll uh, 
hope to see you at that point and uh, thanks and uh, bye for now.